Hey everyone, this is Neil with the Dastardly Gentleman Podcast, and tonight we've got Frank. Say hi, Frank. Hey baby, how's it going? Hey buddy. Hey, you doing? <laughs> tonight we're going to talk about doomsday prepping. Frank, how's it going there over in uh, Louisiana, underneath the water, under the sea? I wish that I had invested in a canoe, you know? I mean, it sounds like you kind of need like a whole fucking... An arc, uh, an arc, perhaps maybe a Carnival cruise liner. You know, <laughs> you know in Louisiana that'd have been great because then we could have had all the rain. And then if I'd have packed it full of beads and daiquiris, then I probably could have had probably uh, more sex than Bacchus. You know, I mean, like floating down the street and then throwing <laughs> beads at people who are tra- trapped in their cars and stuff. But you know, it's cool. They got to see titties right before they went out. I mean, that sounds ideal. I agree. And, you know, it is it is weird, though, because like I I went to work and it wasn't there anymore. You (laughs) You mean work wasn't there anymore? Yeah. I mean, like because our office was like under like three feet of water, like it was up to the middle of the door at noon. And uh, I just. uh, Oh. okay. I mean, that's that's a thing, I guess. So when you go outside or at least look out the windows. Um, is there water out there? Like everywhere. I mean, like we have a in this in this apartment complex. There's a, a little lake that even has a drainage um, uh, pipe in it, mm-hmm. and uh, the drainage pipe can't keep up with it. And it normally like the bank slopes down like almost like ten fifteen feet. It's like all the way almost flush with the surface. You really can't go anywhere. They have um, they have enacted a curfew from seven p.m. to seven a.m. So, no, I literally can't go anywhere under penalty of, of tickets and police and guns. And, and this is Louisiana, so they'd probably shoot me. So is it like martial law? It's pretty close. Um, it was funny, though, because, you know, as far as the, the prepping goes, it's super funny because the we, we went to my wife and I went to Walmart because we're like, well, there's a chance we might get stuck because, you know, this is a lot of this is like kind of like um, water and and being cut off because the both highways both highways in and out of Lafayette are cut off. They're both just underwater, so you can't get out. So we went to Walmart. We were gonna buy a bunch of dry goods just in case. You know, we got stuck in there and kind of reminiscent of uh, the Katrina day, <laughs> the Katrina days, <clears throat> except for you know not like a tree coming through my window. Right. Um. So. We were kind of getting getting more prepped and ready with stuff that you can eat raw without electricity or that you could have like a small fire for and whatever. Um, but then there was like people, I, I'm not even kidding, the level of preparation was just like, the level of, pre- level of preparation and and survival knowledge was awful when we were at Walmart. Look, fuck, I, I know it's Walmart, but like, <laughs> look, listen. So like there was a guy there, I'm not even kidding. He was like, we need to get food in case we get trapped in the houses and the power goes out, and his shopping cart is fucking full of Hot Pockets. <laughs> and, like, frozen pizzas and shit. And I'm like, how are you... <laughs> you get a microwave, like, bitch. How are you going to do that? <laughs> I mean... He's got an acetylene torch in the garage. <laughs> I, mean, you're gonna, I mean, he's going to have to, you know? I mean, like, that's dumb. 
Like I got like I got like a twenty pound bag of rice, and I got like a bunch of cans of food, and you know I got like a few flats of water. I got plenty of stuff to get, and because you know uh, America, I've also got like my rifle and a whole bunch of ammo and stuff in case shit goes south. Because I know that I was talking to one of the cops around here uh, a couple of months ago. And he was talking about in Katrina, whenever everything got all cut off, and whenever there was just like robbery and riot and and theft and all that other kind of shit. So preparation, you know, <laughs> this is short term preparation. Like there, I I know. Look, I know some people, and their level of preparation. I mean, I I it makes me blush because they are scary prepped. But these are also the people that like, you know, I've got a gun for every room of the house and a Bible for every room in the house. And <laughs> and, you know, I'm not worried about dying because Jesus is on my side. But, you know, I'm ready to fucking kill you. <laughs> like, OK. OK. <laughs> there, It's terrifying. Well, OK, so there's not I'm guessing there's not a lot of looting going on right now. No, I mean, there's no looting because like the. The side streets are flooded, yeah. but like a lot of, uh, but like the main roads aren't, they, they are not, and they're being patrolled. So yeah. there's like no looting. For the most part, it's been pretty calm. People have been going through with kayaks and whatever and helping people out of their ha- homes and saving animals and shit like that. Right. So generally, right now, it's still sort of in the, you know, let's go along to get along and help people and, and be friendly. You know, I did see a video before this podcast started. Uh, <laughs> Of this lady and her dog in a soft top convertible, basically floating around, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of rescuers helping her out. But like, what possessed her to get in the vehicle and drive around? And basically, her 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 vehicle's gone now. It's it's forever gone. Oh yeah. But she was 30 seconds from drowning and dying. But these guys were able to cut through the soft top and rescue her and her dog, which is awesome. But what the fuck? Why would you? Why would you leave your house in your soft top convertible at a time like this? I think it kind of goes back to the, you know, people. People aren't like their level of realistic expectations of like you know the the well it can't happen to me. Yeah, is a lot of what it is. You know, like like well, and I think that that's something that's actually sort of like permeates through like all of American culture. Yeah, being like you know like a plane goes down and everyone automatically assumes it's like some other part of the world. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Malaysia airlines has pretty much got the, the corner market on sh- an airplanes fucking going down. But <laughs> like, like, but you hear like a plane going down and like it, it ends up being like in Pennsylvania and you're like, you're like, <gasps> no. And I don't know. There's a lot of that. I think the, I it's, it's, you know, not, it was not in my backyard, but you know, more of the, it can actually happen to me. Right. And I think that's a lot of people. And I, and I understand that to a certain degree because there, there are only, there's only like a certain amount that you could really prepare for. Um, like a friend of mine, for example, he's a, he's the kind of super prepping guy. He's the, the doomsday prepper. Sure. And he, he says what you need to do. Cause I, okay. So I, I travel for a living and I, go to different parts of the country. So I have to basically live pretty light. And he says, go get a storage unit on the job I'm on right now. He says, go get a storage unit and fill it up with, you know, five or six, you know, 50 pound bags of rice, 
um, get you get you three or four um, twenty five gallon drums of peanut butter, and like all these like dry goods that'll last for an eternity. And he's like, you know, you need to have a minimum of like five thousand rounds for your rifle and about ten thousand rounds for your handgun. And I'm like, where the fuck do you think I'm going to put all that? I'm like, you want me to get a storage unit for this job? I'm only gonna be here for like two years. I'm like, no, no. I've got like, I've got like two thousand rounds of each, and and he doesn't think that's enough. And I, I'm like, I'm not buying all that. That's insane. So, do you find yourself on a regular basis, uh, you know, looking through the windows and you know, checking your door, rifle in hand, waiting for looters? I mean, recently, yes, actually. <clears throat> I mean, this this community that I'm in is a, is a particularly nice community, so I don't really think that's going to happen. But you know, uh, preparation is you can never really be too careful. So, I mean, and it doesn't really cost me anything. Seeing as how like I barely I barely ever sleep anyway. Well then, but we do have floodlights outside. They're not mine. They're part of the complex. Shut up. <laughs> we do have floodlights outside so like you know even if somebody was trying to break into somebody's house somebody will see you sure because we yeah. got a bunch of there's a bunch of college kids and doctors and shit that live here so the likelihood of somebody breaking into my house is super top tier levels of unlikely I mean that makes sense any any well lit area is less prone for breaking mm-hmm. but so. I've had you know, everybody here has been like not not this complex but everybody in this town has been has been just universally very nice so I don't really see they're probably going to be looting, maybe ever. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be a thing. Um, not in that situation, anyways. Because as far as looting is concerned, you got to swim to your house. Pretty and, much. And then you got to steal what you need, and then you got to swim back <laughs> and yeah. not get caught or shot. <laughs> and that would be a, that'd be a tricky preposition because. Preposition, proposition, because everybody around here is definitely basically armed. Yeah, that and you're really slow when you're swimming with a fucking fifty-inch TV in your arms. <laughs> you got some guy standing by me going, "Hey, hey, hey you better do the breaststroke, buddy!" <laughs> pop, pop, pop. Oh, now you're bleeding. Pop, pop. <laughs> Put it in your fucking bass boat, and it sinks because it's too heavy for your bass boat. Yeah. <laughs> got a guy. I mean, I just imagine there are probably guys out there. Actually, no, it's probably the cops that are um, floating around right now, probably with spotlights looking for looters and shit, though. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't be too careful, but what are you going to do? Shoot looters, apparently. Obvious. Obviously. Obviously. Put that, put that TV down, pop, pop. <laughs> All right, so as far as doomsday prepping is concerned... How about this? Minus the prepping part. What do you think? And I know there's a show called Doomsday Preppers, but what do you think? Minus, you know, the flood you're enduring right now. What do you think is the most probable doomsday situation where massive amount of prepping will come in handy? Um, uh, world economy collapse is the most likely. Okay. Um, the that it kind of like tears down from like you know natural disasters and shit like that. Okay, so you think you think there's gonna be some sort of natural disaster that causes the economy to collapse and then it's just pure anarchy. Yeah, Trump 2016. I guess that's a natural disaster. <laughs> I mean, listen to him; he's basically a natural disaster. 
It's actually less like he's a natural disaster, and he's just a factual disaster. Uh, it's a very possible 50-50. It's actually, no, he's going to lose. But, yes, very possible disaster. <laughs> I mean, he, you know, because, I mean, like, okay, so, like, you know, tr- Trump aside, Trump aside, like, it's just that the, the, everything else is very unlikely to happen. I know that everyone's like, you know, oh, they're going to throw the bomb, and they're going to, you know, there's going to be meteor and war and whatever that that's really unlikely i know that like i read a book it's called uh, one second after it talks about how america gets hit by electromagnetic pulses caused by nuclear weapons being detonated in the stratosphere True. and it shuts off all the batteries and whatever and america is woefully prepared for that and like 80 percent of the population dies off and then it's the struggle uh, in a semi-medieval society after that that is also unlikely um, just because of how you would actually have to fire it up over the United States and then let it go off. And, you know, there's like a bazillion, like, <laughs> different anti-ballistics in every direction for yeah. the U.S., you know? I guess my, my, uh, my brother-in-law's in the, uh, in the Navy, and, and someone had made a comment to him about North Korea, um, North Korea or, or Saudi Arabia, not Saudi Arabia, uh, Iran shooting a nuke. At the U.S., he goes. <laughs> He's like, "Good luck." And so they they probably wouldn't be able to get it get it out of their own country, right? Because he's like, you know, they've got you got Japan that's just like smothering North Korea and they're like the the one of the world's largest navies and an American ally, and then you got um, Saudi Arabia. God damn it, Iran. One of the one of those countries. You know, it's terrible. I shouldn't say that. Trump 2016, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would just get shredded along with the fact that, you know, they basically don't have a nuclear program anyway. So the likelihood of, of a nuclear fallout is exceptionally low. Well, even if they um, did launch a nuke, they'd have to launch like 20 nukes to cover all of the United States. I mean, it's not like... You can't. You can fire a single nuke and you know take out the northeastern region of the the continent over here and cause mass you know chaos. I mean, it, yeah, it's gonna suck a whole lot, just like the you know nine eleven. But there's like you know thousands of other square miles of country just fine. Yeah, I mean, and the the idea that we wouldn't be able to intercept a substantial portion of those on the way. Is is extremely unrealistic. Oh yeah, I mean, we're not necessarily. I mean, I don't know if we advertise it or not, but we have a lot of anti ballistics, <laughs> anti missiles, mm-hmm. um, in place to stop that from even happening. So, oh yeah. So there would have to be a whole lot of, uh, which I mean, this kind of did happen recently, but there would have to be a whole lot of uh, fail safes failing. Yes. <laughs> But I mean, did you did you hear about the uh, uh, Delta Airlines going down? Mm, no. Delta Airlines uh, this last week had a massive power outage, or at least that's what they advertised, and it grounded 3,200 flights worldwide. Wow. Also, same day, Verizon had a massive outage on the central region of the country, which prompted people to think maybe this is a cyber terrorism attack. But it turned out that um, there was a fire at the data center in Delta. 
and that caused you know the power outage because it, it just basically ate up all the fail safes like mm-hmm. there's nothing. So I mean something like that, like you'd have to hit something so hard and simultaneously in all the different fail safes in order for it to actually go down. Because if you were to hit like a data center, for example, let's just say I want to take out the TRW building or something like that, or their data at least, mm-hmm. just like, you know, the plot of Fight Club. Basically, you have to take take out that data center, then you have to take out all the redundancies, and then you got to make sure that it's going to take them a little bit of time to recover again, because if they just, if, if you don't hit them all simultaneously, the backups are going to back up to the other offsite places and then business as usual within a few hours. Right. So uh, for it to actually happen on a widespread scale, incredibly unlikely. Very unlikely. Very unlikely. Um, I did watch a lot of the Doomsday Prepper shows, and uh, Economy Crashing was one of the bigger ones that a lot of them prepared for. Uh-huh. The other one that was a big deal was Solar Flare from the, the sun, obviously, because it's you know solar, um, right. causing a massive EMP that would wipe out all electronics, whatever's facing the sun at the time. Right. And it would take weeks for them to recover. And in the meantime, you know, for between that recovery time, um, the Doomsday Preppers were expecting massive anarchy because all security subs- systems are down and, you know, people are without power, so they're going to get desperate and do some rash things or whatever. I don't think a couple of weeks... You know, would really do it. I think that it would have to be substantially longer than that. Yeah. Um, and I, and I know that people have like this idea that whenever whenever power is is gone, that the prison doors are just gonna fly open. You know, yeah. and like you got maximum security, the prisons are just disgorging like the rogues gallery from Batman, and you've got like these super villains are gonna like like they're just gonna speed by. And like you know, your wife's pants are just gonna disintegrate, and like she's gonna just be like hung on a giant's belt, and he's gonna carry her around forever, and then you're never gonna see her again. But I mean, like you have to realize that whenever the power gets cut in those places, they actually just lock. There's yep. like mechanically, they're like, nope. So then, like really, it could be one of the best things that ever happens because <laughs> we lose all the power, all maximum security just gets shut down, guards just go home. And then let the, the, let the inmates die. just starve. <laughs> I mean, they all starve to death. Come back, come back in two months, guys. That's kind of like what happened to that one dude in the stand. Yeah, he, he didn't yeah, die, yeah. but you know, because because flag let him out. Flag let him out, but you know, he was eating a rat in the meantime to survive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you want to talk about like a like in the in that in those two weeks, we could really quickly lower the overall national deficit or at least expenditures <laughs> just by letting all the prisoners just kind of bleh, and then, you know hey those doesn't cost us sixty five thousand a year and to keep a guy on death row anymore <laughs> because he's dead uh, then you gotta pay to bury him fuck that mass graves <laughs> you get it's too many dead people you'd have to burn them all yeah i agree you just burn the whole prison down <laughs> with them still in it <laughs> <laughs> might as well I mean, I'm just saying. Look, I'm just thinking out loud, you know. Here's the thing that, like, I think is did you did, in the in the doomsday because I haven't seen it in the doomsday prepping. They talk about the uh, the acquisition of gold and silver as currency. They don't talk a whole lot about currency. They talk more about defense. They talk about more about 
Um, like uh, like Defense Against the Dark Arts. <laughs> Leviosa. <laughs> it's a Leviosa. No, they talk more about, uh, you know, weapons, guns, martial arts, like, that are really, like, these Doomsday Preppers legit get black belts and shit <laughs> in martial arts because yeah. because of Doomsday. Um, but no, um, how to store food, that sort of thing, I mean. Canning. Yeah, they're, they're not so much about how are we going to have money afterwards. They don't care about that because... Because obviously, when Doomsday happens, whatever the case may be, currency is useless. See, that's my thing. You know, one of the one of the guys that I know, he he's like, you know, you got to invest, you got you got to invest in gold, you got to invest in silver, and a lot of the field people down here feel that way. You know, they're like, you're gonna need to get like you know as much gold and silver as you can because you're gonna need something to trade with. And I'm like, that doesn't that that legitimately makes no sense. Yeah. It, and I'm like, because they're like, they're like, well, you know, your 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 dollar money isn't going to mean anything. And I'm like, dollar money is representative of a gold standard. So what difference does the gold make? You know, I mean, like you either have gold in paper or you have gold in gold. There is no difference. I mean, it is just what it is. And so then, you know, you're like, I've got, you know, you I've got a fistful of rubles or I've got a fistful of jewels. And that guy's like, but do you have bread? Yeah. It's only no. Well, get the fuck out. Yeah, honestly, when it comes down to it, whatever you know, currency you think you have, however rare it might be, and giving it an artificial value of some sort, none of it matters if you're fucking starving to death. <laughs> like, if you're dead, your money is worthless, or whatever you want to call it is worthless. Food is, you know, downright food, weapons, and shelter is downright the currency at that point right there's a game on steam called wasted um have you seen it no okay so there's a game there's a game on steam called wasted and it and it has to do with being a post it's called a, a roguelite post-apocalyptic pub crawler um so what it is is you go into these randomly generated um dungeons and then you do your loot and whatever but it's all the, the loot is indicative of you going and finding different kinds of liquor brews that are down there and getting wasted and different ones give you different effects. Um, then you have, uh, and it's got, you got all guns and whatever and you pick up ammunition and, and you try to survive. Uh, the currency in the game is uh, toilet paper because, yeah. you know, their, their thing was, you know, because all they do all day is drink and then they're all irradiated and all the different drinks have radiation in them. So like it makes them sick and they just shit everywhere. And so like one of the, one of the ladies like that, he actually, the, your character asks why, why is toilet paper the currency? And she was like, look, you go a long time without it and you drink all this stuff and you basically crap all over yourself. It's just like, you're going to be really grateful whenever you have a fistful of toilet paper. <laughs> and I was like, wow, she gets it. You know, I mean, that's very, I, I appreciate that because it's very similar to the to the notion that you know what good does money do you because money is in value of things that you actually find value in versus like um, what used to be valuable right you know saying I mean you look at it like Fallout for example <laughs> that makes no sense it's bottle caps their currency is bottle caps I mean that is that is basically a standard put in place by their current society saying hey this is worth something it'll get you things and, but somebody or maybe a, a group of somebody's had to come together and say hey this is it this is the currency now and everybody had to say okay I mean <laughs> unless you get everybody on, on the same page with what currency is at that point 
it's useless. It's it's nothing. <laughs> I, I always wanted like in in um, Fallout where somebody's like, you know, I've got like I've got all these bottle caps, and then like I wanted them to to go somewhere where bottle caps didn't mean anything, and like you're like I got bottle caps. <laughs> The fuck am I supposed to do with that? And then they just kill you. <laughs> so, so I'm or looking like for firefight, a, you know. I'm looking for a goat or like several chickens. Like all you got yeah. is fucking bottle caps. Like what am I supposed to do with this? Yeah. So okay, I mean the solar flare thing. That was that was another big thing that would, uh, you know, end society as we know it. Uh-huh. Um, but as far as what doomsday preppers are actually prepping for. They all kind of fall along the same thing, you know, economy crashing, mm-hmm. uh, solar flare. Uh, there really wasn't much else other than like a, a World War Three, I guess, nuclear uh-huh. apocalypse. But every single person or group of people that were prepping, they were they were prepping for if, you know, they survived the initial, you know, the initial incident. So if it were a solar flare you're prepping for the fact that you didn't get incinerated by said solar flare or you didn't get, you know, destroyed by the nuclear explosion that happened. So step one, survive the apocalypse. Mm -hmm. Step two, survive some more. (laughs) Yeah. Live a little longer. And then, uh, step three, Hopefully you didn't get radiation poisoning from the nuke. <laughs> there's um, you know, I I, fi- I find it interesting that there's almost like this this cult of survival, and there's so much there. People dedicate so much time and energy and effort in into the into the notion of of just surviving that it almost seems like they've done very little actual living. Right. You know what I mean? Because like, it, what is it? All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Well, yeah. if I mean if Jack is 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 burying buses to make a superstructure and five feet five to ten feet underground lining it with lead and filling it with like a bazillion pounds of of uh dried beans and canned goods jack's gonna be pretty fucking boring right and jack's life is gonna overall sort of suck and you know i mean the amount of money that is involved in this is just surreal to me oh yeah because like you know like i said like i've got i know people that, that they're like you know They've like right now in on this job they have they have about probably about fifteen thousand rounds of ammunition in their in their house right now. And but then like back home where they actually live, they've got like, you know, they've got like twelve or fifteen AR fifteens. They've got they've got a hundred and eighty thousand rounds of air of uh, ammo for their AR fifteens. They've got like a bunch of shotguns. They've got I mean right now in his apartment he's got he's got twenty four pistols. And I'm like, back home, he's got like a couple hundred thousand rounds for those. And it's like, that is so much. I wish and I'm I... like, what are you doing with that? I mean, like, I'm like, is it is it prep? He says, yes. And I'm like, so like, you know, this goes with the peanut butter and everything. Yeah. And I'm like, that's like so much money. <laughs> I mean, like every one of like those handguns is like, is like five, six hundred dollars. Sure. Easy. And like, I just, oh man, I mean, the mind just quails at the. At the dollars that were spent. I wish I had more hands so I could shoot all these guns simultaneously. <laughs> did you ever watch? Uh, did you ever watch um, uh, Puppet Masters? No. The old one? No. Yeah. The well, there's a there's a puppet that's a, a cowboy 
and he's got six arms and six revolvers. He's awesome. <laughs> I mean, like I get it. I mean, one of the one of the Doomsday Preppers that I watched um, was a group of people, and they literally had a bus and uh, a place outside of town that they would go to, all ready to go, stocked and like you know underground shelter and all this good stuff. And they had they they practice like you know once a quarter to make sure that they their bug out routine was uh, solid. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that bus wasn't cheap. That entire place there, you know, paying taxes and rent on, I'm sure, or mortgage on. It's it's, it's there solely for getting out when shit goes down. It's got to be a fortune to, for the upkeep alone on that shit. Yeah, and it, and it makes me so like that was a whole group of people though. Like how many people would you say? There was like fifteen. So I mean, like that that would be easier to spread that kind of money, like between fifteen people. Sure. But like you know, like this this guy, it's just him. So it's like they're, it, like he's uh, just I don't know. Like like I said, I mean like. I there was a point where I even look. I mean, I, I I like I like guns, but like, dude, there's, you know, like you said, how many hands do you have? Even if you went full John Rambo and you had one gun in one hand, and or you can go Neo actually, because Rambo would have had an M16 in both hands. But like, if you can go one pistol in each hand, go like Neo, you can still only carry two, right? You know, and then like having all that extra ammo. What's the point of having the extra ammo then? If you're gonna fire, but like these two guns, and then just throw them, and then pick up two other guns and fire those until like you know you're out of guns. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess I get it because what you're talking about is a one-time altercation kind of thing. If you're like trying to plan for like three months out, and you're gonna have one of those a day, yeah, okay, fifteen thousand rounds makes sense. Right, it does, but I mean, like, then, you know, rather than having, like, you know, 35 guns with varying ammo types and sizes and amounts, just have one gun with a ton of rounds. Sure. Because then it's that, like you... Unless that gun goes to shit, I mean, it's it's not bad to have a few backups, but not 24. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, my my guns, I bought because they won't go to shit. That's like, I mean, like you can, you can, I can take my Glock outside and I can bury it in the mud and then come back in like a couple hours and, and put a couple hundred rounds through it. Sure. So that's why I like, I mean, like if you feel like your gun, you feel like you're pop, 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 sad face, probably, you probably shouldn't have did that. You probably (laughs) shouldn't have bothered buying that gun. Sure. So, okay. What is your ideal setup for doomsday? Like if you were planning on surviving that shit, how would you go about? Like, okay, let me rephrase this. If you actually cared enough to prep for said doomsday, what would you do to prep? So, like, what would I do to prep, or like, what would be my ideal circumstances if the doomsday happened and I was out and about? What would you do to prep? Um, you buy, you buy all. I mean, like, if I if I was in a place where I was stationary, I would buy like all the dry goods and like the the jars. Of, I mean, like the the standard kind of stuff that they're talking about, sure. and then have the guns and then the 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 oils and whatever, and then you have your escape routes and your bug out bags already and and whatever. So in case you need to leave, 
your um your food that doesn't ever expire um buy a bunch of um uh drugs in bulk not like cocaine but like you know uh like amoxicillin and painkillers and stuff like that buy them in bulk and then keep them in um sealed plastic containers because i mean those will be like gold sure later on. actually actually they'd be more expensive than gold later on and then, like, you know, if said apocalypse happens and you survive and there's relative safety around you, you know, uh, a literal case of head for the hills. Know your lo- know your area. Keep several books with you that, like, on the floor and fauna in the area, survival guides, et cetera. Shit like that. You know? Smart stuff. Speaking of prepping, uh, so surviving is one thing. How about, uh, I mean, living, entertainment, anything like that? What would you, what would you have in mind for that? Because boredom can kill a motherfucker. Well, I mean, if you keep your if you keep yourself preoccupied, you will basically never be bored because like survival is like an all day thing. You know, I mean, like you don't wake up and go, I have nothing to do today. No, you have stuff to do today. If you go if you wake up a day and you go, I have nothing to do today. It's because your legs are gone <laughs> and like, you know, you're just going to lay there and die or you're in like stage four of typhoid fever. And you're just like, you're like, I've got nothing to do to that do today, but I am going to go take a ride on this Clydesdale with the Budweiser truck and we're going to go through the sky <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you if you're at that point, things are not well for you. As far as like, let's see, how do I want to answer that? This is a very unfair question to ask me. I guess because you're not normal. <laughs> I mean, I want to say like you know, I would be preoccupied, and then I would just you know, I'd have board games and blah blah blah. The truth is, I would probably wander down in from the hills, and I'd probably hunt people. He'd <laughs> be a bandit. <laughs> I don't even think I'd be a bandit. I mean, like, I wouldn't even take a gun. I would, I would straight up be like Leatherface. <laughs> like some some guy down there. He's all like, "Oh, the power's out," you know. Like, I sure hope that I sure hope that Mister Clancy down the street brings up the. <laughs> so you'd be the villain. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it would be one of those, like, I would spend, like, an entire week out in the bush making a device that when when a switch is flipped, it just yanks a dude. Like, like at, like I would just go break into his house, and he's sleeping, and I like, hook him through, like, hook him through the gizzard, you know? Slap the thing, and just drags him right out of his house out into the woods and hangs him from a tree. It'd be fantastic. So, but that's just me. You're just gonna be a jigsaw. <laughs> No, because Jigsaw had a moral point. I just like, I just, yeah, I just want to see people hurt. You know? <laughs> You're not a nice person. <laughs> I'm not a nice person. I mean, look, 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 stop. This, I mean, look, okay, let's go. I, I retract all that. I would play board games. And <laughs> I would, um, I would always try to observe the letter of the law. Please don't send people to my house. <laughs> We're on a list now, Frank. <laughs> Neil made me do it. He thought it'd be funny. JK NSA. <laughs> Why would you make me say all that stuff? You can get me in trouble, Neil. I'm sending this to the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> Watch how they call me and they're like, look, we um we listen to your podcast. Oh no, my under arrest. No, no, no. We need your help to profile some people. <laughs> just, just find out if they're like you or not. We want to give you a job. <laughs> Yay! Job security, my other job's underwater. <laughs> I might need a scuba tank to go to work on Monday. Or you just, you know, not go to work. Here's the thing. Uh, this is like this is like real talk for for this area. Um, they're talking about uh, they, on the news. 
they had, you know, this guy's all like, you know, he's fishing. Yay. And then they got these kids are out and they're playing in the rain and they're jumping in the water and they're swimming around. And I'm like, that is literally the worst thing you can do. Uh, and they got some people who are just like wading through the water and they're like, you know, I'm going to go see what's on the blah, blah. And I'm, I'm like, look, guys, this is fucking Louisiana. You know, alligators, <laughs> water, water moccasins, uh, nutria rats are everywhere. Um, you know, I mean, like, uh, <laughs> these water moccasins are for real freaking out right now. Right. You know, I mean, like, you're going to be like, I'm going to jump in the water. It'd be fun. Splash. <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> die. I mean, you're going to like flip around in that water so much, and then you're going to bit get bit like a bazillion fucking times, and you're going to deserve it. <laughs> okay, let's just pretend like you don't meet any wildlife. The current could fucking change at any moment. Like, right. <laughs> somebody, you know, somebody down the way, like somebody down the way's house collapses, you know, and now the water has somewhere to go. So now you get like, you know, 50,000 gallons of water suddenly moving in one direction at a big old jump, right. you know, to join the rest of the river. And you're like, this is fun. And, <laughs> and you're done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it doesn't sound very smart at all, actually. No, it's dumb as hell. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, I see him, I see him out there playing the water. I'm like, he's a bunch of dumb motherfuckers is what you is. <laughs> I hope you die. I hope you die so the rest of these dumb motherfuckers don't die. So they watch your stupid ass get eaten by a snake. <laughs> I mean, like, and it's not like, you know, the, the alligators and crocodiles and bullshit that they got here uh, are small. You know, one of the guys that I work with here, he told me that he, he watched a guy he watched a guy, man, I fucking, I, Neil, I wonder about people. He watched a guy get killed by a crocodile here, or an alligator here. Sure. Because he was on his way to Walmart, which I feel like really kind of answers all of this story. But the guy, the guy, there's a, there's a 14-foot alligator in the middle of the highway. I mean, like, that's like, that's dinosaur. That, sure. That is a dinosaur. Yeah, <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, you know, they're kind of standing off with it or whatever, but it's just kind of laying there because it's terrified, you know? Yeah. It doesn't know what to do. It's just going to kind of hang out. This guy gets out of his car and he wants to go take a selfie with it. <laughs> are you shitting me? Fucking dead serious. And this guy, I mean, like, I, I asked him, I was like, are you fucking lying to me? And he says, no, I swear to God. And I was like, okay, all right, we'll continue. So he goes to go take a selfie with it and he gets up to this crocodile. And like, you know, crocodile's behind him. Yeah. And take the selfie. And this thing, you know, click whips around and grabs him by the waist and just shakes him to pieces. And I was like, oh God. Oh my God. I was like, that is awesome. That was super awesome because he deserved to die. <laughs> he did. I mean, that, unfortunately that alligator also died. Well I mean, I mean, which I which I think is really unfair, but at the same time, I get it. You know, because they do say people taste the best. So, you know, if an animal eats a people, then he's going to want a people forever. Yeah, fair so, enough. <laughs> now you got a 14-foot alligator going, like, look at it, look at like your kids swimming, like, I need more of this. Did you ever watch, um, Lake Placid? No. Uh, well, well, I'm good for you because it's terrible, but, you know, it, it's like that. Yeah. Like, that alligator was, like, 45 feet long. That was a literal dinosaur. 
God damn, people are stupid as shit. I just don't. I can't believe. I, I have. A, I mean, like, I really want to believe him, and I, you know, to just honestly, to, to a lot, on a lot of degrees, I do because he's never really lied to me. But like, here, <laughs> here in my heart, I'm like, no, no. <laughs> Why? Why would you do that? It, it presented an opportunity for a stupid ass person to die. Yeah. And you know, he happily obliged. Apparently, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and wish death on anybody, but I will. You dumb as hell. You, you do you, something stupid. You one dumb motherfucker, and you got eated, and you deserved every moment of it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I just want to know what possesses somebody to be like, like, oh my god, that's a 600 pound piece of three million year old unchanged by evolution killing machine. It has the pounds per square inch to crush steel. I'm gonna go take a picture with it. <laughs> Post that shit on Facebook. <laughs> oh my! My Facebook feed is gonna light up. <laughs> okay, so like, even if you succeeded, you're still dumb as hell, and everybody's gonna be like, "Man, you're dumb as hell." <laughs> Why would you do like, that? I don't, I don't know. Like, if you, if if anybody really thinks that they could actually move fast enough to get the fuck away from it, I mean, really, it's like you know those things are ultra levels fast. That so and I just, you're. Kind of. Mm. You're in its environment. <laughs> like, well, the highway isn't really its environment. Water is his environment. Well, yeah, I know, but this is just a. This is an alligator that wandered out of the water. Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was flooding. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's not right now. No, okay. no I mean, if an alligator died, if, if somebody got eaten by an alligator right now with all the news crews that are around here, you would know. You would hear about it. The shit would be everywhere. True. The state of emergency would have lost its mind. Like, the state of emergency would have been more of an emergency. It's slightly more of an emergency now. Yeah, alligators, alligators are eating people. <laughs> Shields up. Red alert. You know? Yeah. It's awful. And I just, I don't know. Uh, I feel... <sighs> Watching some people today at Walmart just blows my mind. Because, like, you either had people who, who were in there and that were just sort of, like, wandering around. And then were mad because, like, Burger King wasn't open and McDonald's wasn't open. Like, we, we tried to go there just because, like, I didn't want to cook anything and I wanted to just have like, all, this, all this food. But, like, you know, whenever they were whenever they were closed, I was like, okay, that makes sense. You know, I because I know that whenever I was working at Domino's, even whenever, like, you know, like, it, it was, like, dangerous to work outside, we were required to be open. Like, <laughs> it didn't give a fuck if, like, there was something, like, there could have been a tornado outside. If you close the store, you lost your job. I was told that verbatim by my boss. So, you know, okay. I mean, I didn't really care that much. I'd have left anyway. But the, um, the, 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 mad, the point of the fact is that, like, they were closed, and I'm fine with that. That's okay. There yeah. are people at Walmart that were mad as hell that like the subway the subway in Walmart wasn't open. <laughs> and I'm like, have you been the fuck outside? <laughs> I mean like what what did you expect? Of course they didn't come in. You know how I got here? I have a fucking SUV. I mean like if they have like a little compact, I mean they might as well roll the windows down and just sitting there trying to paddle it. I mean look, this is a fucking Oregon trail. You know, <laughs> you don't cock the wagon and float across. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Oregon Trail. I think that like if if anyone is ever going to be prepared at any level of doomsday prepping, the Oregon Trail would be the way to go. Just to be like you know, because 
you need boxes of bullets. You need food. You need spare wagon parts. You need spare clothes. You know, that's like introductory level of of preparation. Sure. I mean, I like when you when it, when you when you break it down, not minus the wagon, you know, oxen and shit. Uh, when you break it down, uh, that's you know, basic survival instincts. There, I mean. Oh, yeah. You want to have some sort of tool to get food. Gun is the way, most likely. <laughs> get your gun. Get your gun. I mean, knife. A means to make fire. I mean, yeah. You know, you need an oxen. Who's gonna find oxen at a time like this? I'll try really hard. <laughs> I can get some horses. Maybe. I mean, you can probably find some around here. That's for sure. Well, Frank, I hope you survive the floods. Well, I mean, I do too. I mean, I I'm not I, I'm I mean, it hasn't it stopped raining about about a half hour ago. Well, that's good. I don't want to have to become the dastardly gentleman. Right. We um uh we're supposed to get forty eight inches of rain tonight. That's ridiculous. I agree. Meanwhile, over here, low seventies and breezy. It's uh supposedly this storm is moving north. So, you let me know how it is in a couple of days. I, I, I will do that if I'm still if I'm still alive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we did build you a sweet ass computer. You know, I keep thinking about it too. Because <laughs> if like if it starts to flood, this will be the first thing I probably put like into into my trailer. No, nah, man, you gotta line it with plastic and hold it above your head <laughs> as you're wading through the water. You know, I probably would. You know, because I mean, I don't want. <laughs> I don't want that at all. Anyway, you know, it'd be terrible. Well, hopefully it doesn't come to that. I don't think it's going to. Well, that's the podcast, folks. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, go ahead and rate, comment, subscribe. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. And uh, we'll have a new one out soon. But until then, we'll see you later.